Greetings, citizens of the stars, and welcome to today's edition of Dawn of Tomorrow, a broadcast of adventure, exploration, wonder, and science. I'm your host, Peach Manwith, and as always, accompanied by our lovely in-house big band, Greasy Chuck and his Neutron Parmesan. Live from the moon of Despera, we have a stellar holiday broadcast for you tonight, including an interview with Sloop Tiano. Yes, you heard right. The swashbuckling pilot of the classic Mickey herself, winner of the 45th Nairobi Cup. So strap in and listen to what's going on in the stars. Breaking news, breaking news. If you haven't already heard, personal Anselm, the intrepid space explorer, the deep diver, the inventor of the Skyball technology, renowned, but oh, you get the gist, has allegedly discovered the location of Verisix, the fabled lost planet. Oh yes, you heard it here, folks. Tonight, from us. Has the reach of Ice Atlas, what was thought to be myth, has quite possibly become fact. A report comes from the National Exploration Commission of the Americas, delivered this morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard at the United Nations in Great York City by the cheerily likable Moses Sinclair. Cool it, my friends, cool it, cool it, before you get your pantaloons in a tizzy. I'll not have your speculations and tabloid jumpiness getting all up in here. Back off, you bloodthirsty. Nothing is confirmed yet amongst this, this conceptive conundrum, but nothing is yet denied. While you see, Percival detected a hidden mass out of orbit past Isotus spinning at a constant rotation. And well, does that fit the mythological profile of Verisix? You bet you're rusty dusty. But who can truly say why this might be a baby star or something similar to Lilliputian? I shan't do you all dirty and deceive your casual fickle minds. That's not how we roll at the commission. Nay, however, Percival is one of my oldest colleagues and quite possibly even my soulmate. I have never been one to doubt his perspicuous mind, but mother of love, the man is no eager beaver and it pleases me to say that we may very well be on our way to looking at the discovery of Verisix. As we stand, my fellow sucklings of the stars, some wicked shit is about, is most certainly about to go down. A grand old mystery of the universe is one step closer towards being traversed. Our top scientists and crews will most certainly have their work cut out for them in the next few days. That's all. Peace out. I'm off to the races. Needless to say, the galaxy is abuzz. Echoing across planets today is the endless chatter of this historic milestone. Friend to friend, child to babysitter, nail stylist to grandmother, everyone. As they ponder what this could possibly mean. Proof? Undeniable proof of higher intelligence? Or something far greater? I'm sure we'll find out more in the coming weeks. So make sure to tune in for our subsequent shows. Amongst many other reasons. But how about that, huh? How about that? The curtain of the unknown has rolled back just a tiny bit further. Scary, 
wondrous, and just a little bit sexy. <laughs> I'm sure this will shatter many perceptions and accepted uh, viewpoints of reality. Yes, nothing bad about that. <laughs> mm. In other news, down on the surface, the Cloud Merchant Sisterhood has continued their strike for better wages in the wake of highly dangerous work. Why, just this last quarter, Despera's major conglomerate, Allo Zephyr International, reported record profits despite the deaths of two fuel sellers within that quarter. Despite pressure from Allo Zephyr, the strikers have not backed down. And my fellow Earthlings, lend the desperate workers our infinite support. Why well, was not so long ago? We too were ruled by those same sorts of iron-fisted companies until we told them, now wait just a minute, mister. Hell, as an android, I've only recently acquired full rights. Let's stop it. Think about it, but um, here we are. At dawn of tomorrow, we always fight the fight for equity. If you can, viewers, we encourage a small part-time donation that can be made to Sisterhood Treasurer Mora. It is a beautiful night, listeners. June 10th, 2156. Happy Kaladi Day, Galaxy! All over the solar system, we celebrate what would have been the 320th birthday of Isa Kalani, mother of space exploration. And hero to me. Myself, my family, my friends included. Why, it was all over 240 years ago when she first set off for the stars in 1916, delivering that fateful address to the denizens of Kansas City, Missouri. Brothers and sisters, I say to you this. Our destiny as humans is written in the stars. During my travels across the world, I have seen humankind dipping to the lowest form of cruelty, war, corruption, prejudice, greed. But I know this is not the apex of our species. I implore you all to think beyond the realm of what we have done, what it seems we are destined to do. There is a new frontier awaiting us all past the atmosphere. And I tell you, it is more within our reach than we know, than what we have been told. Using my fortune that I have accrued during my prospecting in New Guinea, I have assembled resources and a willing team to bring us to that cosmic horizon. Today, I reveal to you all the project you may have noticed on the outskirts of the city. I announce to the world that my fellows and I will be spearheading the very first voyage to the moon. of the universe, I think someone of my stature has the odds in her favor, don't you? Team is helmed by the following four experts. 
Abraham McNair, one of Harlem's most achieved professors of astrophysics, will be our lead physicist. Binsa Kantipur, who designed Nepal's first ever steam-powered automobile, will be visioning our craft. And in Sicily, I discovered the great mathematician Giuseppe Atlas. He's conjuring differential equations the likes of which you've never seen. Those are real names. <laughs> then why, I saw, have we never heard of any of these people? Simple. Because you have not sought past your parameters of greatness. Your organizations, your committees, have overlooked some of the greatest minds in the world, and so you have not conceived that they could possibly exist. <laughs> oh, please, I am 1,000% correct. Quite well, it's all right, all right. Uh, America's nothing if not the land of opportunity. Those are lucky boards you're shooting into space. I am. Ooh, don't you love her, her, her grit, her, her hotspot? And not fail, they did not. Uh, they were not, they did not fail. That's it, they did not fail. Lady Kalani, in that year of 1916, during the Old World War, banded together the world's greatest minds in order to venture this space against prejudice, warfare, and all those nasty old tenets of Mother Earth. She and her group persevered and set the stage for our world of astronomical travel. It was this voyage to the moon that made the 2050 UN first contact possible. And who knows where? We'd be without that. So now, in honor of Lady Kalani, Greasy Truck, you have a piece to share with us. Beautiful as always, and I find myself appreciating your dip into the avant-garde. <laughs> 
From Sesame, has been spotted at the library with Earth's very own children's author, Maria Santa Maria. Quite the juicy gossip. Are they sharing the latest book on taxonomy? Something deeper. The automaton poet, AU92, has debuted his newest book of poems to record-breaking numbers. Everywhere in the galaxy, I am a robot Jesus, is being read on ships, moons, and laboratories. In jungles, oceans, and crystals. Uh, good for it, good for you, AU92. Here's to many more of your stupendous sonnets. Toymaker duo, Olf and Olf, have split up. Eek! After 100 years of bringing joy to the kids of the universe, these twins from the planet Olf dissolve their partnership over creative differences. Shocking and saucy. Me, my brother, and sister were raised on Olf toys. We are heartbroken to announce that at the age of six. Spotterino, canine mayor of Norvignale during the famine of 47, has been assassinated by political rivals. He was, he was a good boy. As dictated in his own will and testament, his ashes will be used to poison his end. And lastly, in pulpy power, famed dreamer Carius Black has come up with a new vision for a better tomorrow, insisting this one is even better than the last. So I heard. Let's see her top herself. Well, listeners, as you know, we here at Dawn of Tomorrow, people of science. True believers, I myself find science to be very good. So before our bigger guest, ready yourselves for our daily dose of scientific trivia. Our trivia of the day comes from our regular contributor, Dr. Sakari Stone of the planet Chikawa. Buzzing you in now, Sakari. How are you, my dear doctor? I'm good, Mr. Manworth. Listeners, have the solar system. I come to you today with great trivia. Do you, do you know what space smells like? Terrestrials, hot metal, diesel fumes, and barbecue. I know this because one time I walked out of my ship to see what it's like and nearly perished. Do not try this at home. Venturing outside without a helmet in space is not worth the smell of a Greek cookout in July. Thank you, Dr. Stone. Anyway, we've got our guest already on the line. Let me just... God! When the name of Robert Carlyle was that? Ah! That yodel can mean only one thing. Space Raiders. Space Raiders! Oh, attack my show in the middle of my weekly broadcast, will you? Yeah, well, we'll see who's washing the dishes. Come,
adieu to you, great sluggish son of a bitch. Please en en enjoy this word from our sponsors while I, I go take a brief. <coughs> I go take a brief, uh, brief siesta. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Well, howdy, space explorer. I didn't see you there. Come on, don't be shy. Hang up your helmet. Stay a while. Hell, in these newfangled times, it's important to slow down. We get so busy traveling the stars, we forget to just look at them. God damn. Don't you wish there was a place you could unwind? Get some of that old-fashioned R&R? Well, you're in luck. Come on down to the old Grange Hacienda, the premier dude ranch resort in the galaxy. 2.5 million acres of Wild West shenanigans, sure to slap a smile on even the most steely stargazers among you. I'm Zebulon Barlow, but for marketing purposes, you can call me Old Briny. I was a flesh and blood man once upon a time, but that time is long gone. They done put Old Briny's brain in a robot and give me the burden of eternal life. But don't let my soulless eyes and cold metal body fool you. I know a thing or two about country living, and Old Grange Hacienda has it all. We got breathable air, we got cattle roping, line dancing, sheep shearing, and for the youngsters, why not try your luck at one of our hundreds of guaranteed no-nonsense poker tables? Ever rode a horse? Hell, I bet you ain't never even seen a horse. Let me tell you, we got thousands and they're raring to go. Be the Bronco Buster you always dreamed of being. Absorbing more your speed? You're in luck. We got our own artificial Lake Hogarth. More of the dandy type? Head on over to the Cosmopolitan, the biggest damn ballroom in the solar system. We'll get a hoedown going that shakes the moon to its core. But Old Brian has got more. Yes, you heard that right. Come on down to the Hacienda Star Attraction. Old Pleasure, the most renowned saloon in the cosmos. And it just got bigger. That's right. We've added on 50 square miles of boozing, gaming, and gambling. And don't forget, brawling is permitted and encouraged. Hope you like music, because Old Grange hosts some of the hottest bands to ever give the devil his due. Man, can these kids play. I'm talking about the Red Rocket Rangers. I'm talking about Supernova. I'm talking about Dick Your Own Crater. I'm talking about goddamn Spittoon. So come on down, shake off the stardust, forget about your rocket ship, and get ready to have a rip-snorting good time at the Old Grange Hacienda, conveniently located off Skyway 309 on the Red Moon of Eula. Tell them old Briny sent you. Old Grange Hacienda is a proud sponsor of Dawn of Tomorrow. Put it in your ears! Alrighty. The moment you've all been waiting for. Dialing in now. You know her as the intrepid pilot of the classic Mickey. The winner of the 45th Nairobi Cup. Augusta Sloop Tiano! Oi. Cheers, Galaxy. Cheers, Jack. Augusta, good evening to you, my Argue about this. 
Hoosh, Manworth. How the hell are you doing, my bro? Fired off them space raiders, did ya? Oh, huh. I, I show them who's the constable around these parts. Splendid, Miss Tiana, splendid. You know how much I enjoy your company. No, that's news to me. Ooh. Oh, my goodness, uh, you sound wounded. Do, uh, do you? You can thank Captain Kent for that one. He thought the crew should celebrate Kalani Day by hiking on Lotros. I said, Nate, please, let's just head to the beach or something, you know? Do the Kalani dive? Yeah, no. Nate can't skip an opportunity to tab and talk. Hike became a goddamn triathlon. And then the sea gorillas got involved. I'm so sorry. Actually, it was a fun day. I can't quite complain. Mechanic kind of golf almost lost his leg. Then we would have had three amputees on board. <laughs> Yeti! <laughs> but the rum is good. How are you? Got any plans for the holidays? Oh, well, you know, you know the usual. <laughs> um, I always go to this charming little, this charming little horticultural store on one of Pullman's little orbiting moons, and I buy myself a new uh, plant for my foyer. This year, I've got my eye on a Tetrosian rock fruit. And I always take my pet chinchilla tippy. Oh, yeah, celestial seeds? Yeah, my ex-wife used to buy from them. And one of my ex-husbands. And me mum, at one point. Yeah, they've got amazing pothos plants. I say, Miss Tiana, where are you right now? Wait, uh, hold on for a second. I have my sweet Bosnian. Where are we? Um, Rhode Island, I think. At the Prentice Academy? I don't know. I just want to lay down and die, bro. You ever been so wiped out you want to drink yourself till you black out entire days? <laughs> We've a new expedition charted, so the great vine buzzes. <laughs> we do, but it's, uh, you know. I'm feeling brash today. Yeah, spotting their death will do that to you. <laughs> hey, yes. hey, guys, we're feeling brash. Why, I suppose it is good to venture outside of one's comfort zone. Listen, I've got confidential information in the tip of my heart right now. Ah, oh, well, it's fine, you don't have to. Uh, but Peach Manworth does love some hot, juicy gossip. Apparently, listen to this. The Monsignor Martin crew tells other crews that it's their findings, yeah? Spreads rumours until the galaxy demands they go. Piss on those bastards. It's a bloody tactic. I'm from Joburg. Europeans been stealing our shit for years. It's a national pastime by now. <laughs> so, I'm gonna go and record and really put the oar wheel in their socks. Oh, so, so please, I, I don't want to run afoul of Solange Mandeville. Oh, what's she gonna do? Passive aggressively leave your show a bad rating? Grow spine. <laughs> I have a spine. Listen up, worlds. I'll announce our expedition, right? Get this. Our cartographer, Layla Marcombe, got wind of a once-in-a-lifetime, ready, 
get this. Once in a lifetime, black hole tornado in the reaches of deep space. Wait, wait, wait. You mean the final storm? The very one, Mr. Manworthy. Dad used to tell me all about that. Uh, I thought it was a myth. So did I, and the classic Mickey is gonna find it. Not the Monsignor Martin. You hear me, Still, listeners? Please. They're derivative, cliche, and without a single writ of humour in any of their bloody bones. Any enthusiasm you feel for them should be suppressed and channeled into either small businesses or your local artists. Okay, enough of this, uh, this petty thugging. Let's talk more about final... Ooh. What is this tomfoolery? No, seriously. Confound my ass! Enough! Oh, thank God. Son of a bitch! Oh! Where? Slip, what in the name of Mark Harmon is this? What? Oh. Probably just the lab coach trying to reach you. Or fans. Or the exploration heads. Or the crews. <laughs> Sorry. You're probably going to be in the midst of a lot of hellfire, so, uh... Oh. Shit. Will you, will you excuse me? The cigarettes, they fall us here. Cheeky little primates. Better go. See you around, kid. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, I just received a torrent of calls from across the galaxy. I must ask... You are an explorer, or what have you. And come on to this show, please. For the love of love, do not, I repeat, do not, bring exploration feuds here. Feuds of any, any matter of that kind. I, I am not an all-powerful, all-knowing being, despite the omnipresence of media within our lives like some technological god bending about our troubles like a game of Chinese checkers. I get flooded with calls. I can't answer all of them. And my migraines work up. On the topic of migraines, here's a weather forecast. Yeah, well, as always, we turn to our resident meteorologist from the surface, the quaff. Please, folks, please. The quaffable. Elvors! with cosmic weather. system special and isn't he you know what they say in journalism school always check to see whether your meteorologist has slept with half the life forms in the galaxy yeah <laughs> oh what a day what a 
day. Pirates, pilots, and parmesan. <laughs> Always a hoot in the astral world, isn't it just? But before we go, I'd like to say one last thing. Greasy chap, would you track 11? Uh, this is a piece from my very good friend, Yunju Hong. Listeners in the stars, trust me, I know with space just a round trip away, with expeditions into the infinity being announced every day, it can all get a little mm, overwhelming. I know it's easy to look at that night sky full of ship trails and feel like everything is passing you by. But you should always remember that simply waking up, breathing, talking, and Takes you a miracle. Yes, it does indeed. Just by sitting back and enjoying the sunshine, watching the leaves blow in the wind, you are being a great and invaluable part of this universe. Ad admiring everything living around you is as tremendous an achievement as splitting the atom. A true indicator that you are making the most of this world. No matter what age we may live in, is one giant free verse poem. And we can write whatever line we wish, all just as important as the other. And of course, if that life of infinite adventure calls to you, it is yours to take. That cosmic horizon wasn't made for the powerful few, but any who wants to reach it. Whether that's sitting in the grass and writing in your journal or, or hopping in a ship and diving into the unknown depths. It is there waiting for your dreams and for your heart. Always remember that. My friends! Thank you for tuning in, thank you! May today's kafafel have brought you enlightenment and an ever-growing thirst for adventure. Tune in next week for a surprise interview, and won't that be fun? Remember this, there's a whole world out there waiting for you. Make your mark, my friends! Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Peter Carolini, creator of Dawn of Tomorrow, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in for a half hour of adventure. Featured on this program are the indelible voices of Ty Walker as Moses Sinclair, Tess Lena Murphy as Isa Kalani, Jenna Carolini as Gracie Chuck, Hunter Whaley as Old Briny, Kira Jackson as Sloop Tiano. Alec Tiano as Elvors, and yours truly as Peach Manworth, Dr. Sakari Stone, and other sordid voices. This show is produced on GarageBand and wouldn't be possible without freesound.com, free music archive, as well as the music of composers Gustav Holst and Youngju Hung. You can find our dear Youngju on Spotify and iTunes. Special thanks goes to Gabrielle Gillette the rest of the Carolini clan, and Michelle Moore. We hope you enjoyed the broadcast. 
and we look forward to future adventures. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, and any emails or inquiries can be directed to p.carolini at gmail.com. C-A-R-E-L-L-I-N-I. See you in the stars.